0: Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. During a small period of peace, two Hussites have decided to join a caravan, traveling to the Hussite bastion of Tabor. By accident, they have found the remnants of an unholy text and have suffered ever since. Join them, as Brother Jan, played by Chris, and Sir Reinhard, played by Craig, Walk on the Edge of Damnation, with Slavic as the Storyteller. If you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at Twin underscore Cities underscore VTM, or on Facebook at Twin Cities by Night, and on Discord at Twin Cities by Night. If you'd like to help support the podcast, you can find us on Patreon at Twin Cities by Night. We hope you enjoy
1: Hello and welcome to the next session of Inferno. This session will see how our two dear heroes, if you could call them that, try to resist temptation after they had their first taste of power. So now, Bilvis, you feel empowered. Is there anything you wish to change about your host? <laughs>
2: could you describe Sir Reinhard again, what he generally looks like so we all have a picture?
3: sorry I was just looking if I had a written description um he is probably five foot ten or so in imperial measurements probably won't round hundred seventy five pounds and you know very local uh, germanic uh, stock very White um uh, light brownish hair um he he looks like an Eastern European mutt basically doesn't have a whole lot of distinguishing features about him um a lot of um what he does to stand out um is just in his like clothing and how he acts and um he wears like a lot of Italian style clothing to kind of stand out amongst the uh, more Germanic in chest. Yeah, light blue eyes, probably is in need of a shave. He has a, probably a really bad haircut, um, like one of those uh, sort of bowl cuts
2: that he has. All right. So the thing is, uh, basically, I can now change something very minor about your appearance. Is that correct, Slavic?
1: Not only appearance, you can slightly change his personality as well. Oh, and like physical tics and such.
2: Okay, then I'm doing a small combination of sorts. You're not sure what's actually going on, but basically you now often have the feeling of having very dry lips and you kind of do this uh, motion where you lick your lips and move them back and forth like this uh, a lot during conversation as to keep them moist. You're not really sure. Um, You don't see them cracking or anything like that. It's not major, but you constantly have that, that feeling like, your lips are very dry.
1: Okay, then. Yeah, Sir Reinhardt, you wake up with a feeling of very dry lips.
3: I'm probably still pretty uh, adrenaline spiked from the dream that's going on. So I'm going to reach around and immediately find the uh, water skin by my bed and basically drain it dry and note that it's not nearly enough to quench what I would need. So walking around um, in my night shift, I'm going to descend the stairs and try to find some wine that Rudolph um, has secreted away somewhere
1: take a swig of the wine, but it only satisfies you for a moment before your lips once again turn dry.
3: I I lick my lips and then I basically take a really big uh, pull from the bottle and not drain it dry because you can't really do that party trick, but have a large portion of it. Um... Alright, so yeah, uh, how do you feel after the dream you've had? <sighs> really confused. Um, like He seemed to be Saved by people he was just in confrontation with the, the day before. He doesn't know what to um, really think about all these like corrupt individuals wearing as uh, in and corrupt and flesh individuals wearing like traditional Catholic garb. But it just like he doesn't really feel like he has any like anything anchoring him. You know, um, there's he feels like there's like no allies that's that are. Um, there that could support him. Um, because like the ones from his dream, like he has like been taught to hate them, but he's been attacked um mis- mistakenly, obviously um in his dream by the ones that, you know, he's supposed to be helping and protecting. So he's just really confused and like he's probably trying to trying to tell himself that it's all just a dream. And maybe maybe if he has some more wine or something, uh, it'll, it'll just shake it from him. But it's really weird because he typically doesn't remember dreams, but it's ever since coming to the city. It's been a reoccurring thing. Well, as you're
1: contemplating your thoughts on the matter of your dream, you hear a knock on your door. Who's there? It's me, Sir Reinhard. Rosa, uh, breakfast is ready.
3: <sighs> is is it to be had downstairs?
1: Indeed, unfortunately, Sir Rudolf was very busy, and he he wished to. Offer his apologies to you. Unfortunately, he cannot break his fast with you.
3: Why not? Does he have other duties to host somewhere else?
1: I do not know, my lord. Uh, he does not tell us all, but he is a busy man, a man of his position. He often he often must attend early meetings and such with the other councilmen.
3: Why, well, all right. Um, I'll be down in a moment. And Sir Reinhardt will finish getting dressed, um, wash his face, and a basin, and descend and take part in what um, food has been provided.
1: Oh yeah, I mean they've provided quite lavishly for you. You know, fruits, bread, maybe even some ham and such. You know, it's more than enough for several people, honestly. As as is custom, the rest will be eaten by the servants after you're done with it.
3: Is there anyone else um, who is? partaking other than breaking their fast at this point or is it just me
1: it's just you and rosa standing there basically refilling your anything you want you know beer wine water
3: yeah um once i like you know tucked in and you know started my um feast i indicate um to one of the seats so would you care to join me
1: i uh, she sort of blushes my
3: lord that wouldn't be proper Well, it wouldn't be proper for me to dine alone as a guest in another's house. Come now, if you're to serve me, I must know of you.
1: Uh, Roll me a Persuasion plus Charisma. I'll let you... plus two, let's say.
3: Um, Would this be maybe Presence?
1: Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sure, Presence.
3: Two successes?
1: Uh, She overcomes her shyness and sort of uh, sits... Not like directly next to you, but at least like one chair away.
3: Yes, then I like kind of slide some of the uh, the bread to her and say, "Now of yourself, who are you?" Uh, well,
1: I'm a ser- simple servant girl, you know. Uh, I was born in Krumlov, not far from here. Uh, my parents, well, they I don't don't remember much of them. They both died uh i'm i don't even know uh how do i oh well she seems obviously flustered and isn't quite sure of how to talk to you
3: your interests then what do you do well i
1: quite like singing and
3: i'm I'm a decent seamstress good my upon traveling my roads my clothing will need a quite a lot of tending to but let us have a song now while i finish this
1: uh, of course, and she she sort of uh, says, uh, "Do you want a simple song, or should I get an instrument?"
3: You are learned in, say, harp.
1: Well, not precisely, but I've been learning. Let's hear it. Let me roll for this. She starts, and quite a pleasant tune comes out of her harp, and she her voice is also pretty nice. You know, a sort of untempered by the learned men sort of she has a sort of uh, let's say rustic charm to her
3: ah yes that'll do should you should definitely learn some more for your time um, serving me you know might prove entertaining
1: she sort of bows and says oh thank you my lord uh do you want some more beer yes i've noticed that you are quite thirsty t- today
3: I am, it must be something in the in the air drier than usual lately. She pours you a beer and uh
1: she sort of as she's very close to you she asks, "So, uh, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to ask this, my lord, but uh when will we be leaving?"
3: Soon, soon, my Rosa. Uh business here is almost concluded and I see no uh, reason to tarry long.
1: Uh, I see well, I do not have many belongings, so it's not a big issue for me, but <sighs> and let's go to Hagloss. all right Haglas do you wish to make,
4: uh, make yes sense? uh before I do brother Jan,
0: would you please describe your the scar on your head? Yes, the scar goes from the left side of his forehead and goes at a Southeast kind of direction where it went over his eye, thankfully didn't damage his eyeball, but then goes all the way down and stops just before it touches the corner of his lip. But it's about a half inch thick and it like bubbles to the surface. It's kind of has risen, it doesn't, it's not flush with the rest of his skin and it's like an angry red pinkish color. Of how it healed, but his it, it kind of contrasts his like steely intense gray eye you know, that he has, that the scar, when it crosses over there, it almost like accentuates it. All right. So instead,
4: when he wakes up and the first, uh, when he passes by a reflective surface, he finds that his scar, it's no longer really as red. It's much like it's, it looks like it's faded. It's still quite visible, but like the redness has gone down. It's much more, much more
0: similar tone to the rest of his skin. Worship the Lord, your God. And his blessing will be on your food and water that will take away sickness from among you. And I just stop and I like rub the scar for a second. I look confused at the water and I just continue to touch it. Like I'm kind of lost in my my thoughts right now as I'm staring at it. This is like an anchor of, this is a symbol of his fanaticism. You have to understand like his scar. Like and now he sees like the scars like kind of fading away and it makes him wonder, is his fanaticism too going to start? Going away, or does is it a sign that like his faith is faltering because of like the deal that he made for Franca's leg to be healed, or is he being healed by the Lord's love because he's doing the Lord's work? Is this some, some ability of this unholy thing that resides within his head and as he touches his scar, he speaks in his head and he's like, "Is this your work? It is a healing. why? Why not? because I didn't give you permission to. It is me who makes the decisions here, not you. I thought that's what you said. How I did works. say that. So why did you make changes on me without my permission? Why do you regain sustenance from food? You play games, Thing. Is this where we're at now? Is this what our relationship has become? You lied to me. I did no such thing. I told the truth. The truth, however, can change. He looks away from the water. He's like... You say the truth changes. What truth of that bowl that you're trying to remold? Has his truth changed? What progress have you made there? He is being, he is, the clay is being wetted, but he still retains his old shape. But yet you change mine. Do you lie to me? I do not lie. Then show me proof. Show me evidence. Until then, all I see is you making changes to me. Go and speak
4: to him. You will see that his hatred will have been, lessened, it will have been diluted. Do you see weakness in the man? I felt it. What did you feel? I felt confusion at the man at seeing his own his former allies turn on him and then seeing you in his his dreams protect him. Would you not be so, so bizarre, find a sight so bizarre as to see a Catholic priest aiding you in your sleep? Protecting you from the harms of the world?
0: So this is the long game you play, then?
4: It is a necessary game, or else, like I said before,
0: the pot will shatter. I want you to make it to where he comes to me, not to where I come to him. It is imperative that he must seek me out, for if I come to him, it will look as if I am trying to gain his favor, and I will go against my goals. Do you know what my goals are, Hegelas? Do you wish to know what my goals are? Can you see what my goals are? Can I?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he stated them pretty clearly, you know.
0: Yeah, I want this man to join the cause, and I want him to use his skills to take out the target of Catholic repute. I do not know who yet, but someone here. For if I have damned myself, I will take down as many powerful Catholics as I will with me. Very well. And this man, he is to be my sword. Franta is my shield, but you need to wield the sword. You need to meld it. You need to, to beat it with your corrupted hammer and fold it over. And when it comes to me, it must be ready. It must be ready to strike a killing wound. Do you understand me, Hagolas?
4: I understand.
0: And do not, do not change me any further.
4: I will not change you for now.
0: I ignore the for now part and as I walk down the hallway. How does brother Jan feel now
1: after this conversation?
0: <laughs> he feels corrupted. He feels like he is losing control, but he feels like he in this moment can, in this typhoon of emotions and everything that's going on, he can utilize it to accomplish something. And uh, yeah. So in his head, he's going to start thinking, and maybe he's going to go talk to brother Rudolph. Of brother rudolph is around all right <laughs>
1: so yeah uh let's say you do find brother rudolph almost like a like like it's fate honestly you no know? uh he's just going towards a council meeting they're currently discussing uh distribution of weapons and such and you see him you know Walking towards, he looks a bit that he had a bit of a rough night, I suppose.
0: Brother Rudolph, we must speak.
1: Brother Jan, ah, I did not expect you here, this early hour. I am doing the
0: Lord's work at all hours.
1: Ah, I know, I know. You are a dedicated man.
0: He that is what of... we must speak of, alone and in private, when no one can overhear us.
1: I see. Well, let's go. He sort of looks around.
0: There should be a room inside.
1: You go into the town hall.
0: Brother Rudolph, I'm going to ask you a simple question, and all it requires is a simple answer. What one Catholic in this area that is out of the protection of Rome here is the most harmful to the cause? There are not many,
1: but I've. Well, in the area. Must be the Rosenbergs, then. Powerful family.
0: Mm. And who from that family? If you were to ask a favor of God to strike down the enemy, which one of their family would bring you the most joy to see fall by your sword? Well, let me think it would be Jan. <laughs> the irony. The first. Jan Rosenberg, tell me about this man.
1: He is a staunch Catholic, one of the few living in the re- region. <laughs> and, well,. He has at first been useful in negotiations between the Catholics and the Hesites, but lately, he has been, well, less than useful. His lands are vast and near Tabor, that's what makes him dangerous to our cause, and his loyalty to the Catholic Church is undisputed. Here's
0: what I want, Brother Rodolph, and this is the... Role you have to play in my plans. Before I say anything, you saw the holy miracle I brought to Franta, yes? Yes. yes and you that, know that, that my I words did. and my actions are guided by God, yes? I know. I know this. The reason I have you speak to Sir Reinhard is because I want him to become a sword of my cause. Franta is my shield, and I want Sir Reinhard to be my sword. No, strike that. I want him to be my spear. I want him to strike at a distance from me that does not leave me exposed. And that is the work that you are putting forth right now. Because this is what I want to happen. I want Reinhard to kill Jan Rosenberg. Do you believe that it is time now for the movement to really strike and rid ourselves of this Catholic corrupted root that resides in this very land we call home? Well... I agree with you. I'm going to be honest. I do
1: believe that the Catholics are going to go to war with us again soon. And soon we'll have to take up arms again against the Crusaders. So
0: then we must work to strike first. But I don't want this to be broadcasted.
1: Then
4: why don't you just turn to me? You don't even need to talk to another man. All you need to do is ask and he will fall.
0: Just like you will remold this bowl? You keep speaking of, yes. So I ask you to believe making a bowl takes
4: time, striking down a man, as you well know, can be done in an instant.
0: letter Rudolph, before we talk further on Jan Rosenberg, Mr. Reinhard, did he speak of any Catholic influence in the area which holds him to his belief still? A person.
1: Well he has a confessor, I believe.
0: What is his confessor's name? It's
1: Matthias, I think.
0: Matthias.
1: Is it? Mm. I can't remember. I've been drinking
0: so much. Yes, yes. And I just pat his shoulders. And know my head I said, Hagalos. Yes. This Matthias. Make it look like Catholics did it. Can you do it that? Will... If how do you meet by Catholics? I don't know, you're the miracle bringer. You're the man who healed my scar. You're the one who is remolding this bowl and tell me that it's simply easy to strike a man down and now when I ask you to do it, of course there's stipulations, right?
4: Well, it's always simply, it's always easiest if I understand what your intentions are.
0: My intentions is to turn Sir Reinhardt from the corrupted Catholic Church and have him run into the arms of our movement. And I want his Catholic mentor to be betrayed because you speak of showing that Reinhardt is being betrayed by Catholics. I want someone who's close to him and Catholic to be betrayed by the very church that he serves. Do you understand now my reasoning, Harker Yes. I have a boil on my shoulder, if you wish to rather lance it than do what I ask if it is easier. All right. All right. So, all right. So how would I, what do I want to do for this? You can think on it. I'll speak to you. I know you speak to Rudolph (laughs) Rudolph you must continue to win over Reinhardt to our cause any opportunity that you see to where his distrust of the Catholic Church builds momentum you must continue to push that boulder down the hill and have it go faster and faster and faster till soon he is out of the church's influence and is fully into our cause do you understand of course, Jan, of course. Uh, and this drinking, it must stop for the time being. Uh, I need you I in normally wouldn't,
1: but uh, I was with Sir Reinhardt.
0: Yes. Okay, go. I must meditate in prayer. Indeed. Uh, you
1: sort of give yourself to prayer and to the Holy Spirit. And Hagalos, did you figure out how you're going to do this?
4: All right, so I think what I'm going to do is try and see if I can reach out to Brother Matthias's mind and sort of like overload his sense of envy towards like the more prominent uh, Catholics in the area and just sort of have him like, just give me, just like, you know, he him with the want of th- what they have. All right.
1: Yeah. You can do that, definitely. And uh, what do you believe is going to be the, let's say, end game from this?
4: All right. So and so, since he's going to like you know, overwhelm his mind, he's going to like, basically march up to like maybe like the Rosenbergs or some place and just like you know demanding their stuff. And when of course he they refuse and they try to get him away, he'll just he'll fight back. And eventually he'll just keep on fighting like the guards until one of them eventually has to strike him down. All right,
1: you your mind sort of reaches towards the priest and seems to defy you for some time, but. Eventually, you win, and you sort of feel like you're heightening all, all these ter- emotions that he has regarding money, power, you know, ownership of land. And you sort of see him f- turn, and he starts marching towards uh, the Rosenberg Castle, yeah. and... Yeah, Brother Jan, give me a
0: degeneration roll for humanity, uh, morality. All right, uh, what's, uh, I've never had to make one before, so I have a morality of seven, what does that mean then? Uh, you have to
1: make one according to the, the chart of sense, let me just check it. You know, I, I'll just say, roll four dice, you need at least one success. Fail, 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 fail. Two successes. All right, you feel like you've done something wrong, and you sort of as you meditate there in prayer, you try to purify yourself of your sin, okay, all right then, Sir so Reinhardt, you have a mildly bad feeling, you don't know why
3: Reinhardt takes another drink of wine, yeah at this
1: point, you're like already like pretty in the mood you've been drinking since morning, yeah,
3: um. I'm gonna find the um the servant um that um let me in earlier and ask if uh uh Air Rudolph um was planning to return at all today.
1: He says, Oh well, these meetings they often go late into the night. Uh I Master Rudolph, he comes and goes as he pleases.
3: Uh, I see. Well, uh if he is unlikely to return for now, I I'm, I I beg you uh Thank him for his hospitality, but I shall be taking my leave and ask him if he wills it to just call me again. Um, I fear I might not be here long, but while I'm in the city, uh, he has been a most gracious host.
1: Of course, of course. I'll make sure he knows where you are. Uh, is there perhaps something you wish to do in our city? Perhaps attend a sermon? See something different? <laughs>
3: I can't imagine what kind of sermon could be worth attending in this city.
1: Ah, but that is the beauty of Tabor—you can go outside and hear a thousand, a hundred preachers with a hundred different sermons,
3: all beautiful in their own way. So Reinhardt is going to look at this man really, um, really scornfully, and like say, "There is one God and there is one church." And the man scoffs at you. Idea. That. Sorry but stay silent. Yes, I invite you to hold your tongue lest you lose it. I'm a guest here and would not want to dishonor um, dis- my host by punishing his servants in his absence. Rosa, we leave now.
1: I see, I see. Let me just take my heart. She,
3: she sort of has like a very
1: small, she has a sort of stick and at the end of the stick she has like a cloth and that's where basically all her stuff is. It's not much.
3: So Reinhardt um, grabs uh, the remainder of the bottle that he's been drinking of. It's probably his second or third of the day and, um, takes it on the road and, um, strides out of the house. All right.
1: Yeah. You go on on the street and there you hear the uh, sermons you've heard about. Um, he'll
3: stand and listen for a moment.
1: You listen and, uh, well, you're not quite sure what to make of this, uh, the person you're listening to, uh, sort of a heavy-built man, is preaching about how Jesus Christ is going to come at the end of the century and how he's going to
3: rule for a thousand years. Uh, Sir so Reinhardt's going to mutter under his breath, it's, it's been nearly 1,400 years and still he hasn't come. What makes that fool think he's going to come today? This is not the time the end times.
1: He sort of looks at you and he starts, Ah, but are these not the signs of the end times? The famine? The war? Truly. The faith? Brother, can't you feel the faith around here? Everyone willing to lay their lives down as soldiers of God? Uh, Sir
3: Reinhardt um, seems to notice now that he is probably talking a bit louder than he thought he was and turns looks at the man and like shouts, you are neither my brother, nor are nor you a knight. Get out of here. Shoo! And um, he's going to chuck the bottle at the man. A small crowd of people that were
1: listening to him are sort of starting to shout at you. And they're preparing to get physical. They're religious fanatics, I mean, yeah. Get Sir out Reinhard- of
3: here. Sir Reinhardt says to himself, Spirit, um, rather to the voice, in his head. Spirit, disperse this crowd for me.
2: As you wish. <laughs> So uh, Bilvis will like extend his reach into the minds of the people around and fill them with fear that they have done something incredibly wrong, that they've attacked someone, uh, acting violently, violently towards someone way above their position this night and basically tries to, um, Bilvis tries to demotivate them
1: Oh, oh no, we we have to... Oh, we attacked a knight. No, an angel. We attacked an angel. And uh, they sort of start running away. Some of them start, you know, just committing self-inflicted wounds on themselves.
3: So right shouts, that's right. The world might not be ending for all of us, but it might end for you. And he kind of like strides off and, and looks back at Rosa and makes sure she's following. So right yeah.
2: this... This town is full of corruption, not faith. I think uh, next you should be heading to a town called Chta in the south. which uh, will give you religious guidance I feel
3: what do um what does Sir Reinhard know about this town? He does
1: not know this town at all. it's probably a village or something
3: how many How many days ride is
1: it? I like two.
3: yeah, spiritual guidance, you say, spirit, I sure can use that now ever since. My confessor has de- um, departed. I, I fail to be able to keep myself in line. You are my only gui- guidance right now. I, I shall do as you ask. All right. And then, um, Sir uh, Reinhardt's going to go back and, um, basically, uh, find uh, his new, quote, squire and have him ready the horses and send Rosa back for the uh, painting. Um, and give her money to buy some wax canvas to wrap, wrap it in for the journey. And basically, he's gonna pack his uh, few belongings and create his armor for the for the thing uh, for the journey. He'll spend some time to basically show Martin like generally what needs to be done in order to travel. But he'll take out uh, the chain shirt and make Martin wear it to make him stronger along the journey. He'll totally wear him down, but you know. He'll be, he'll be getting fed.
1: All right. So yeah, that's going to take quite a long time, Brother Jan. Yes. After a certain amu- amount of time, you feel like you've given sufficient penance for your deeds. If okay. there's ever going to be enough, Brother Jan doubts it. Yes, but the day goes on, and he can't spend all his
0: day in prayer. No, he cannot. He'd wished too much, too much change to influence in the world. Hogados. Yes. Any word of your deed?
4: I can say that I have done it, and that by this time, the confessor's body should be cooling in the streets somewhere, or else being carted off. Would you like to see it for yourself?
0: Yes. Lead me and my man to it. Franta, Rudolph, both, come with me. I fear in the air that there is a man who's been a victim of this Jan Rosenberg and his people. You know... It is maybe time that I meet Sir Reinhardt. Truly. Do you think it is too soon?
4: No. Just what he needs. A way to go off. Oh, you need He needs to see your face in flesh too to re- remind himself that you are a man and not just a figure in his dreams.
0: Mm, yes, I like that. You do know where this body is though, yes? You will be able to lead me to it? I can lead you to where he I, he was
4: sent. Where they took him afterwards, I do not know.
0: Yes, yes. You give me ideas, Sir Rudolph. Have Sir Reinhard brought here, post haste. Let him know of most importance. Tell him that word has came to me from one of my followers that something ill may have befallen someone close to him. Please do that, Sir Rudolph. Please do that, Rudolph. Of course, of course. I will wait in your quarter. I will wait in your dining area. Franta, bring your sword. I do not know this man's anger or how he'll react, but I need you by me in case he does not take my offer as friendly as I hope he does. Do you understand? Of course, Brother Jan. I will protect you with my life. Thank you. And I go, and I go to this dining room, and I sit far away from the door, facing the door, with Franta at my left side, waiting. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run.
5: to see you there.